Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. What I want to do today is uh, I don't want to spend too much time, you know, uh, talking. Um, but what I want to do is uh, what I'm going to share today. You know, I just want to basically set a foundation for what we're going to be doing, you know, in the weeks to come. All right, because I believe, you know, um, this one week, you know, that we're going to take time out to be able to fast and to pray. All right, uh, I want us to see, you know, each of us, you know, when it comes to our relationship with God. I want to see, you know, that each of us will have a personal breakthrough when it comes to our personal relationship with God. Okay, so uh, quickly jumping into, you know, what I want to share today. I've, um, I'll, I'll talk. I'll, I'll bring the title up in just a moment. Okay, but um, I mean, I, just this whole particular incident just came up, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this. You know, uh, my my older son John. Okay, he he goes to school. All right, and um, I mean, offline classes have started, you know, in the last couple of months now. And um, one of the things, you know, that we, uh, both me and my wife Anu, we've noticed about our son John is, you know, when it's a school morning, you know, when it's not a holiday, okay, we have to literally push him up to, you know, get up, you know, from the bed. Otherwise, he just wants to sleep. You know, he finds it very difficult to get up out of bed. But when it's a holiday. Okay, when we tell him, listen, you don't have to wake up early tomorrow. There's no school. You can sleep as long as you want. He'll wake up early. All right. I don't know how many of you can relate to that story, but you know, um, okay, it's fine. You can put the title up. Okay. So uh, I mean, I don't know how many of you can relate to that story. Okay. But but the thing about you know that story is you know um, he 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 loves to wake up. Okay, on a holiday, primarily because. he loves you know to spend time doing what he wants to do on that particular holiday if it's a school day you know he has to literally go into class he has to you know do what the teacher tells him and all of that regular routine he has to do but when it's a holiday he would get up and he would do exactly what he wants to do and and you know what i want to do today is you know even as we look into god's word today i want us to you know be able to uh, come into a place where we are awakened not just naturally but i want us to come to a place where we are awakened spiritually and i've titled today's message as awakening you know i believe you know this this uh, this one week of fasting and praying that we're going to go into we're going to go into a time where we are going to you know see a spiritual awakening happen in our lives now um i want us to you know look at the look, uh, look at the um, uh, passage you know that we're going to look at into but i'll i'll come back in i mean uh, i want us give the context of you know what we're going to look at just in a, a few moments okay so uh, we're going to look at the life of jesus all right and uh, before we get into you know the passage of scripture that i want us to look at today uh, i want us to you know um, look at you know the whole situation where you know jesus and you know few of his disciples are and some of you you know if you're followers of jesus christ if you've been you know reading through the scripture you know this passage okay the passage is you know the famous story of the mount of transfiguration i think most of you all you know you know that passage okay the mount of transfiguration jesus goes up to this mountain with three of his disciples okay peter 
Peter, James and John, they go into this mountain. Okay, in this mountain, you know, Jesus is transfigured. He's transformed into a glorified state. Okay, and uh, Peter, James and John, you know, who are the three disciples who have accompanied him. They, you know, they're awed at what, what they see. You know, they're like, wow, you know, what has happened? You know, what's happening to Jesus? And, and while all of this was happening, Moses and Elijah also appears you know alongside jesus now what i would i don't want us to miss you know about this um, particular passage is you know moses you know normally when you read through the scripture moses often represented the law all right because he was the one who brought the law he was the one who brought down the 10 commandments moses was representing the law and elijah was representing the prophets Okay, because Elijah was a prophet. He was representing the prophets. And, you know, what, what was happening was, again, most of you know the story. Okay, but Peter, you know, he was having this spiritual high. He was like, man, I'm in the presence of God. I'm seeing all of these major things that's happening, all of this revelation, all of these things that's happening there. He was on the spiritual high. He goes out to say that, listen, okay, so while we're here, you know, anyway, all three of, you know, Jesus, Elijah, Moses, all three of them are there. Let's build, you know, three tabernacles for them. And, you know, that's when you know they hear the voice of God okay and here's what the voice of God said where the voice of God said you know this is my beloved son hear him okay this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased hear him and and uh, you know what's interesting about this passage is you know in midst of all of the things that was happening God's voice appears out of nowhere and tells them listen I don't want you know to look at everything that's happening but if there's something that I want you to do I want you to hear my son okay and and um you know what essentially okay just a little you know study there okay what essentially you know what i believe what jesus was trying uh, what god was trying to implicate is that you know when you go through the law or when you go through the prophets you know you should not just look at the law by itself or you should not look at the prophets by itself but even the law when you read through the law you need to look at it through the light of the person of jesus christ you need to look at the prophets to the light of jesus christ in other words you know when we read through the old testament you know here's here's something that i don't want us to forget okay every time you read through your bible you read through the old testament always read it through the lens or the filter of the person of jesus christ because jesus christ brought in grace okay jesus christ brought in you know mercy jesus christ brought in that grace and when we read the old testament and the law and the prophets you know through the light of grace it changes you know the entire context but anyways you know that's what what was happening there okay that's the story you know that was happening there once this whole thing was over they start coming around the mountain only to find that they were facing a different crisis down on the mountain okay the, the remaining disciples were down there okay jesus and three of the disciples are coming down the disciples are together and suddenly they're facing a crisis okay now i'm thinking you know the disciples okay three of them they had this major spiritual encounter they've gone through this major spiritual thing and now they're coming down the mountain and they're talking to the other disciples about it okay imagine the conversation that's happening between the disciples you know man we saw elijah we saw you know uh, moses and man jesus you know was uh, transformed into this glorified state man it was amazing you missed it out and i mean i don't know what's going on in between the disciples there but suddenly there's this whole crisis situation that they're faced with. And that's where we pick up reading, okay? Uh, this is a letter which Matthew writes to the church, okay? We pick up reading from Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 to 21, okay? It's there on the screen. And when they had come to the multitude, this is after the mountain experience, they're coming to the multitude. A man came to him 
to him, Jesus, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So here is this man. Okay, Jesus and the disciples have, you know, come down from the mountain after all of the experience that's there. And here's this man who brings his son to Jesus. Okay, and he's saying, listen, he's an epileptic. He suffers severely. He falls into the fire and often into the water. Now, verse 16 is interesting because the man tells Jesus, so I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Okay. And verse 17, Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And verse 18, you know, Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. And then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Okay, Jesus, okay, asked this man to bring his son to him. Immediately, he rebukes the demon. All right, the, the demon, the child is cured, you know, that very hour. And then after everything is over, the disciples, you know, come privately to Jesus. You know, everyone is gone. You know, it's like after everything is over, you know, you come backstage and you know, like, okay, what happened? Okay, okay. And the disciples, you know, ask Jesus, say, why couldn't we cast it out? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Church, I want you to look at that one particular verse, okay? Nothing will be impossible for you. I want to ask, you know, all of you this question. How many of you are believing for nothing to be impossible for you this coming year? All right. I want you to you know, take this time to just ponder about the things that you might be facing through right now. You know, maybe there are challenges in front of you. Maybe there are things that you're facing right now. But listen, here's what Jesus is saying. Listen, if you have faith as small as the mustard seed, you can say to this mountain and nothing will be impossible for you. But here's what he says. You know, he ends that scripture there by saying, how are this kind does not go out except by prayer and by fasting. All right. Now, <clears throat> What I want us to, you know, look at, you know, this entire scripture, all right, is 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 how, you know, the disciples were, all right. The disciples were supercharged up. They were, you know, they were, you know, this, I don't know if you ever been in a situation where, you know, you were spiritually high, you know, you, you, you spend time in the presence of God. You spend a lot of time, you know, reading through the scripture. You are feeling spiritually really strong and really high. And suddenly you're faced with this challenge. What are you going to do? I don't know how many of us, you know, we started out this new year 2022 expecting great things. You know, man, this year is going to be different. Yeah, 2020 went by, 2021 went by. Those years, you know, were nothing great. But 2022 is going to be a different year. I don't know how many of us, you know, we start excited at the beginning of many things and only to come and encounter a crisis situation, only to encounter a stop block or, you know, a block that's there and we suddenly faced with this block, wondering why things are not moving forward. We, we seem to be stuck, you know, like... We, we saw even, you know, about being stuck last week. But but have we ever come into a place where we feel like, man, we can do things, we can move things forward? You know, um, I, I remember, you know, as a college student, you know, one of the things that I used to do before my exams, okay, they would give one month, you know, study break or study holidays. And, you know, I would, I'm, I'm a very system oriented guy. Okay, I, I love to, you know, work my life around systems. So I would get, you know, into uh, my books, okay, and I would set out a timetable. All right, I mean, anybody has done that, okay. But, you know, the problem many times what I used to face was, Two days into my timetable, I would find myself, you know, changing the entire timetable. Why? Because in the two days that I was supposed to finish certain topics, 
I find that you know I would not have finished some of those topics. So I had to rearrange my timetable. I had to reschedule. I had to reprioritize. You know, a lot of things like that. I don't know if you have ever been in a place where you know you you know you you realized okay man I need to do this. I need to do that. Okay, and sometimes you know you're just not able to do the things that you seem to be doing. Okay, sometimes you know on the other hand there are things that goes perfectly in plan. All right, everything that you planned you've been able to perfectly execute. Okay. things that you were supposed to do in same terms of preparation in terms of guideline everything is fine but suddenly when you see the results you don't see the results that you were expecting how many of you know us have been in a place like that and here you know i want you to think about the disciples okay the disciples were in this place where they saw jesus being transfigured they saw jesus in a glorified state okay they know now you know they have this revelation that man he is jesus christ he is the christ he is the way he is the truth he is the life you know they're all fired up supercharged and ready for whatever it is that is to come all right and 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 you know i want you to think about the disciples just for a moment okay it was not like you know they didn't know you know this crisis situation and they've not been in a situation like that before i mean all this man wanted was you know the demon that was present there to be cast out okay and it was not that they've never been in the situation before in fact you know we looked at matthew chapter 17 a couple of chapters before okay matthew chapter 10 verse 1 okay here's what it says you know and when he had called his 12 disciples to him jesus okay Jesus gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. They were given the authority, they were given the power and the authority to cast out all demons and all sicknesses and all of these things. Yet, you know when this situation came in when you know the man brought his son, they were not able to do it. I mean I mean you've read down further, you know Matthew chapter 10 verse 5 to 8, you know these 12, you know Jesus sent them two by two. Okay these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying do not go into the way of the gentiles do not enter into the city of the samaritans but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of israel and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick you know Jesus command to them was a heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons freely you have received freely give they had everything you know that they needed to be able to cast out this demon yet in this situation when you read they were just not able to cast out the demon and they're wondering what happened you know it was not like they didn't have an experience before i mean you know sometimes when you start doing something new all right you're always looking for experience you're always looking okay how do i do it what do i do it was not that they did not know how to cast out a demon they've done it before okay it's not like you know they didn't um, they didn't know the why's or the how's or you know the when's they knew most of it but yet in the situation they just couldn't move forward they just couldn't you know cast out this demon you know that's from the disciples point of view i want you to think about the father's point of view here's a father he's hurting he's seeing his you know son and probably you know he had other children as well but here's a father who's bringing a son who's sick you know he doesn't know what to do he's in a place where he's stuck he's you know he's he's bringing them to the disciples and he's probably heard you know jesus and the disciples you know do all of these miracles casting out demons healing the sick from different places and now he's brought you know his sick son you know into the presence of the lord jesus and his disciples and they're not able to you know disciples are not able to do that i don't know if you have ever been in a place where you know you see miracles happening for other people you see healings happening for other people but yet you know in your situation you don't see a breakthrough you don't see anything happening and you're wondering man why is it happening for everybody else but why is it not happening for me 
okay and i'm thinking you know isn't it true okay here's this father who had his son and you know his son is sick so he's being hurt okay isn't it true when i was preparing i was thinking about it you know isn't it true that most of our joy you know my heart happiest joys comes from the ones that are closest to us isn't that true isn't that true that you know most of our pains and hurts also comes from the ones who are closest to us all right and i'm sure you know this family was feeling discouraged maybe you know this not maybe probably or in all certainty you know maybe um, you know this the mother was also there probably not in this situation but you know they had a mother back home there he had a wife back home she was hurting and you know she, they also heard the whole family has heard about all of these things but nothing is happening and you know they were probably in a place of discouragement they were probably in a place of frustration they were probably in a place of depression we don't know but here comes the disciples here comes the situation and they are just not able to cast out this demon now what's interesting about this passage is you know um can you just go back to you know the main passage okay uh, all right um go back uh, to us in previous slide yeah you know look at what happens here okay look at jesus response you know to the situation okay jesus answered and said O faithless and perverse generation now it looks like you know he's 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 being very harsh he's being very rude you know he's looking at um, you know he's looking at the disciples and he's looking at them and he's talking to the disciples he's not talking to the man he's talking to the disciples what is he telling the disciples o faithless and perverse generation i want you to stop right there o faithless and perverse generation and and it's not like you know jesus is being rude here it's not like jesus is being really harsh about you know the his disciples there i mean think about it you know they were in the presence of god they saw you know all of these things happen at least of three of them did okay and yet he's looking at them and saying listen you are faithless and you're perverse now you know what jesus is doing here i believe jesus what he's doing here is he is actually diagnosing the situation that is just like any doctor you know the first thing you know when the doctor looks at a problem and the doctor looks at a situation the first thing you know and as we doctors you know what we the medical field is always asked to diagnose the problem first before you decide what treatment you need to do and jesus i believe you know he's diagnosing the problem he's saying listen the problem is your faithlessness and your perversity you know the first thing that he says you know you're faithless you don't have faith okay and can i tell you this i mean most of you you know if you've been in and around church you've grown up in church okay you've heard this verse what is the one requirement that you need to please god it's faith you know hebrews writer he writes it this way without faith it is impossible to please god and he's saying listen he's looking at them and saying listen guys you don't have faith all right you you don't have faith listen can i tell you this okay god responds to faith not need okay many times you know we we come we have this huge list of prayer requests before god okay we we have this huge list of prayer requests before god we come before god and we say lord i want this you know i i hope this would happen i hope that would happen okay i want to see healing happen i want to see all of these things can i tell you this god does not look at the need that you have he looks at the faith that you have and he responds to faith he does not respond to need many times and and can i tell you when he looks at this particular thing listen when he says you know you don't have faith okay your faithless generation okay the number one thing can i tell you this 
where you know the number one thing in this situation where you want to see a breakthrough is that you have to be connected to god you know faith helps us to connect to god faith helps us you know to bring to a place where listen you're believing in god for doing something you're not believing in the situation to hope and turn it around for good you're not believing that you know man you're not seeing the things that's happening around you're just looking to god and saying that listen god i believe that you are going to work in this situation faith helps you to come to closer to god faith helps you to connect closer to god and and you know here's the second thing that the word that uses jesus uses there he says oh faithless and perverse generation the word perversity now can i tell you this the word perversity yes it means evil but it's a lot more to do than just evil you know perversity literally means you know more of worldliness okay or you know when you go through the scriptures it talks about carnality it talks about you know the perversity literally means you know you're more worldly you're more carnal and you know the the, the thing about uh, this you know perversity it, it talks about the world system okay and here's what jesus is saying jesus is diagnosing the problem here he's saying listen you're a faithless faithless means you know you're not connected to god and you're perverse which means you're connected so deeply you know to the world system you become so carnal you're looking at everything through the eyes of logic you're looking at everything through the eyes of understanding listen you cannot expect to see a breakthrough if you're going to continue to be faithless and perverse if you're going to be continually disconnected from god and continually strongly being connected you know to the worldly systems and the worldly ways and can i tell you this many times you know what i've seen you know when we are faced with a crisis situation when we are you know in a place where man we don't see things happening the tendency or the temptation many times for us is to be able to look to the world to understand logic to understand you know what's happening why it's happening and to try and reason or rationally you know what is happening there and try to explain or trying to you know uh, see you know what we can do in those situations but many times you know here's the problem the many the often times you start bringing carnality or you start bringing world systems into your logic and into your thinking it breaks the way you know or it paves the way for you know faithlessness you know can i tell you this okay prayer connects us to god and fasting disconnects us from the world okay and because here's what jesus says at the end of that entire passage i want you to look at the end of the entire passage okay can you go back to that scripture there okay jesus diagnoses the situation all right um jesus diagnoses the situation he says listen you're a faithless and perverse generation okay and look at what he says towards the end this kind does not go out except by prayer and by fasting Here's what he's saying. Listen, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. First, he says, "Listen, you're a faithless generation. You're not connected to God, and you're perverse. You're connected so deeply into the world. Listen, the only way you can see a breakthrough is when you pray. When you pray, you're connected to God, and when you fast, you're disconnecting yourself from the world. Okay, prayer and fasting are the solution to faithlessness and perversity, and you need both." Okay when you know when the disciples asked Jesus listen Jesus why couldn't we cast it out you know Jesus points to the root of the problem okay here's what he says listen why couldn't we cast it out here's what he points at he says it's because of your unbelief okay 
can i see this is this is what is so crucial for us to understand when we are so connected to the world you know when when we are so connected with everything that's happening in the world and we look to rationally we look to reason you know and try to understand things by a logic we try to bring logic in you know to the system that's happening or the situation that's happening there it becomes difficult for us to start believing in the things of god it starts becoming difficult for us to look at to god and say that lord i know the situation looks impossible i know that you know i can't explain the things that's happening here but listen lord i'm looking to you with eyes of faith because i believe that if anything is possible it's possible for you and that is what prayer does when you pray you begin to connect and you begin to draw closer to god and when you fast you begin to disconnect yourself from the things that's happening in the world and when you start doing that there's a faith that builds up inside of you there's a faith that builds up inside of you listen we are not going to see the change that we want to see we are only going to be able to see the change that god wants to see when we are willing to come to a place where we are connected to god you see when we pray here's something that i want us to understand when we pray we are not changing god's mind about our situation we are not changing god's mind about the you know the crisis that we are going through when we pray we are praying you know that god when we pray you know what god does god aligns us or god changes us to align ourselves with his will okay uh, can i say that again when we pray god changes us to align ourselves with what he already wants to do that's what god is doing every time you come to a place of prayer every time you come to a place you know you say that lord i can see the situation i can see things happening but i don't know what to do listen god aligns us and changes us he changes our mindset he changes our pattern of thinking into what he wants us to do you know i want you to look at back at the situation again you know the problem with the situation it wasn't the demon okay it was not you know the sickness the problem here was the unbelief you know when jesus you know for years you know when i've every time i've gone through this passage of scripture for years i used to think you know when jesus says you know that last part verse 21 he says hey listen this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting you know i used to think that man this kind of demonology does not go out by prayer and fasting you know what jesus is really doing there he is pointing out not at the demon because the demon was not too difficult i mean jesus i mean for jesus you know no demons were too difficult think about it whether it was one demon whether it was a legion of demons i mean you remember that passage you know where jesus cast out a legion of demons you know from that one man the demons were not the problem the problem was the unbelief you know um, you know that portion of scripture where uh, it talks about you know jesus walks into his hometown okay and he wanted to do great miracles he wanted to do a lot of great things there but you know what it says there it says that he could not because of their unbelief the unbelief was the thing that he was trying to cast and he was trying to point out and here's what he was saying listen you want to deal with your unbelief try praying and fasting because prayer connects you to god and fasting disconnects you from the world and the more you pray the more you get closer to god and the more you fast the more you disconnect yourself from the world and it's important for us to recognize that as you know when we get disconnected from the world that's what helps us to bring closer you know to god's presence you know um paul you know in his letter to the church at corinth you know he talks about you know the strongholds of the mind 
right i don't have the scripture reference there but you can go back and read about it okay paul talks about the stronghold of the mind okay and and we have you know many of us you know we have this huge stronghold of unbelief you know we we think that man i don't know how god is going to do this you know man it looks impossible okay the finances look impossible healing looks impossible you know when i look at things that's happening from you know from a scientific point of view from a logic point of view things look really impossible for it to take place but listen the reason why god is saying listen you need to fast you need to you know disconnect yourself from the world is because it stops you from thinking rationally it stops you from this i'm not saying that you know you should never think rationally okay there should be a fine balance but i'm just saying this more we are connected to the world the more we start thinking from a logical point of view you know um i'm a dentist you know most of you know this i have my clinic i mean i deal with patients and 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 uh, most of the time you know one of the things that we have to do as uh, in our procedures you know we have to administer local anesthetic we have to give you know local anesthetic to do most of our procedures because the patients might be going through pain they might be going through a lot of these things and 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 um, you know what's what's interesting uh, one out of at least 10 to 15 patients okay goes into you know a place where they're feeling dizzy you know after you give the injection of the you know the block you know they feel kind of weak they feel kind of dizzy okay and and what i normally do is i ask them to sit up or i ask them to have a glass of water i ask them to wash up their faces and all of that i not forget this one time all right um, this one time i came into this place where um, this patient was feeling really dizzy so i asked the patient to sit up i asked the patient you know to do a regular wash up their face and all that so they go and sit in the regular chair and they were very scared of the dental treatments and they didn't want to sit in the dental chair as a you know why don't you sit on the regular chair here all right just take, let's take a break all right you come down and then we'll do the procedure after that so so this patient you know goes up and sits on the chair on the regular chair and uh, you know there's a fan right above there's a ceiling fan right above you know where this place this patient was sitting so i just tell the patient listen why don't you do a thing why don't you just look up okay because normally you know when when the patients are feeling um, you know dizzy and all that it's primarily because at least scientists scientific they say that you know the blood supply to the head is a little reduced so you know you need to increase the blood flow so they'll become normal so i asked him you know why don't you just look up and look at the fan all right and that's what the first time i think in a very long while i'm i'm also actually looking at that fan and guess what the fan is really dirty okay really dirty means really that i don't know when the last time my staff actually cleaned up that fan so i'm looking at the fan the patient is now looking at the fan i realize that the patient will realize that the fan is really dirty so i you know pop up the, you know the the most expected question i asked the patient listen Uh, the fan's not clean as it is dirty right and the patient says yeah the fan is really dirty and i said yeah the fan is really dirty okay and i'm feeling a little embarrassed i mean if you know about the whole interior decor and all of those things you know how it is you know you need to make sure your decor is fine so that the patient but anyways you know that's that's like a you know business tip but but i'm looking at that fan all right and it's really dirty okay and of course the patient is fine so pull the patient back up on the dental chair we do the treatment the patient leaves and as soon as the patient leaves okay my staff looks at me they know what i'm looking at okay and they say yes doctor we will we'll clean up the fan they immediately they clean up that fan okay but you know here's what i want us to think about that particular thing isn't it true that many times okay when we are faced with a problem when we are faced with a situation because of all the dirt and all of the this we can't see things clearly isn't that true 
and many times you know when we are so involved and when we're so connected with the world you know the world news is happening this is happening that is happening and we're so you know filled our mind with everything that's happening in the world isn't it true that we begin to we begin to see the things of god less clearly than we ought to because to see the things of god we require eyes of faith to see things you know we to see you know god move in our lives we need eyes of faith to see things you know from a godly perspective we cannot see things that's why you know when when you think about paul in his letter you know one of the letters he writes listen we need to you know we walk by faith and not by sight the only way you know to see god move is to be able to see with eyes of faith and how do you see with eyes of faith is when your vision is not blurred by the things of this world you know many times you know instead of looking to the things around us we need to look up and when we start looking up you know what god does god starts cleaning up our vision God starts cleaning up you know all of the things that said that is this is what fasting does you know when you come into a place of fasting and praying not only does prayer help you to connect to God but it also helps you to clean out all of the dirt and all of the things that the world has put into your system this is why fasting is so important this is why you know Jesus said listen the only way this kind can come out is through fasting and through prayer the only way you know your unbelief is going to come out of you is when you're willing to fast and pray in God presence and the more you fast and the more you pray the more you're connected with god and the more you're able to see things clearly from god's point of view i'll not forget i think it was in 2019 you know when we were regularly coming i remember the rainy season you know that we were still coming to manipal mangalore to manipal i remember that one evening one afternoon it was peak afternoon okay and we were driving down okay me and arpit we were seated on the front seat it was raining so heavily i'm telling you the wipers are you know doing the best they they can and we still can't see anything okay we can't even see the road in front of us okay it was so blurred we just couldn't see anything many times our situation that we go through when we are not connected with god when we see things that's how vision looks like and when we fast and when we pray when we come into the presence of god and we're willing to disconnect ourselves from everything you know that the world is telling us and the world is giving us we are able to see things of god much more clearly and that's when faith starts building up inside of our hearts and that's when you know belief starts building up in our hearts and that's you know when you see what what jesus is saying here at the end listen this is why you know when you have faith as small as that of a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there it will move and nothing will be impossible for you you know when when you say that nothing will be impossible for you you know when you come into that place where you're looking at things from god's perspective you align yourself with what god wants for you rather than what you want for yourself now i'm not saying that listen when you pray and fast you're changing god you know you're changing the mind of god and god is like a genie in the bottle he'll come and answer everything and give everything that you want and the way that you want it no what i'm saying is when you pray and when you fast and when you start seeing your situation you start aligning yourself in what you know god wants for you your difficult situations become you know a platform for god to move and you will start seeing god move even in those situations but listen it's it's important for us to understand this one principle 
okay i can talk a lot about fasting but i just want you know to be able to come into a place where i'm able to set you know a thing for you or all of us as a church as we go into you know this next one week of fasting and praying you know i want us to come to a place where listen we understand that listen what does fasting really do it helps me to disconnect from every you know chaos that's happening every rubble that you know that's running against us and that i'm able to tune in and focus in completely into the presence of god you know um here's another thing that i believe fasting does okay i don't know if any of you you know maybe at the beginning of this year maybe one of your prayer requests before god was that god my relationship with you has become very you know routineesk my relationship with you has become you know very very stale i feel you know there's no freshness in that relationship i've been in that place so many times and what i've found is you know every time i come into a place of fasting and praying you know what it does it brings the freshness in my relationship with god back to me okay i see that you know i can sense the presence of god much more when i begin to fast i'm beginning to sense the presence of god much more in my life you know um when you come into a time of fasting it helps you to move into a place where you're doing things for god not out of routine but out of love you know uh, what i believe is you know there are three types of obedience you know that i believe that really exists okay three types of obedience okay the first one is fear based obedience okay you know you 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 just scared you know or you don't know what's going to happen so you're just doing things because you're filled with fear there's another type of obedience okay that's called as duty based obedience you're doing things because you know you have to do it you know it's right you know many times you know um, we we come into a place where we pray we come into a place where we are reading god's word and we are meditating on god's word because you know you have to do it many times you know you come to sunday church because you know you have to attend sunday church okay sometimes you don't feel like praying sometimes you don't feel like reading the bible sometimes hey you don't even feel like coming to church and i'm not saying that you know those are wrong things sometimes you know you have to act above your feelings okay duty based obedience sometimes is a very very important form of obedience you you don't go by your feelings you know you pray even though you don't feel like praying you read god's word even though you don't feel like reading it you attend church even though you don't feel like doing it you do things out of duty okay but can i tell you the highest form of obedience is not fear based or duty based the highest form of obedience is affection based obedience you're doing things out of love for god you're coming to a place where you say that listen lord i love you so much that i want to worship you i want to pray to you i want to read your word because i want to know more about you i want to you know come into a church service where i'm able to fellowship with other believers man i want to do this because i love you so much isn't it true that the ones that we love we would do anything for them we don't you know nobody has to come and request us for it nobody has to come and you know come to a place and say that listen okay you know can you do this can you do that no 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 we are saying listen hey i'm volunteer i want to do this because man i'm doing this for god and that's the kind of obedience you know i believe god is expecting from each and every one of the ones who follow you know i believe god is expecting that from us as a church you know even this year you know i believe you know let's not do things out of routine let's not do things man because you have to do this you have to do that no listen let's bring back the freshness in our relationship with god at the beginning of this year if you feel you know that your relationship with god is grown grown stale you believe that man it's all become duty and it's all become you know man it's i i just don't you know feel like doing things anymore i'm just doing things you know again and can i tell you what fasting does fast Fasting brings back the freshness in your relationship with God. 
can i tell you this okay fasting is like an atomic bomb of spiritual weapons okay there's a list of spiritual weapons in scripture okay i'm not going to go into detail about that but fasting i believe is like an atomic bomb of you know spiritual weapons you will awaken more to the presence of god through fasting that's why you know I've titled today's message as awakening because I want us to come to a place where we're willing to fast and we're willing to pray that we awaken ourselves, you know, into a place where we are saying, listen, Lord, I'm no more doing things out of duty, but I'm doing things out of affection for you. I'm going to do things because I'm madly and deeply in love with you. And that's the kind of affection based duty or obedience that God wants from each and every one of us. Listen, church, listen, okay. I'm done with the message. Okay, I'm done with the message. But here's what I don't want us to miss. All right. In this, you know, in this uh, time of fasting and praying that we're going to go into the next week. Okay. Uh, initially, you know, when I was praying about, you know, how are we going to do the whole thing? Okay. I was thinking, man, listen, I think we need to, you know, maybe have a list of prayer points. And I was thinking all of those things. But can I challenge each and every one of you in this particular aspect? Okay. In this one week. Okay. What I want to challenge you to do. Is, you know, of course, we have our prayer requests. We have all of those things. Okay, we'll be praying for some of those, you know, in the times that we meet online. But what I want to challenge each of you to do is in this one week when you're fasting and praying, come to a place where you say that, listen, Lord, I want to draw more nearer to you. I want to get more closer to you. I want to, you know, be able to experience you like I've never experienced you before. And when we are coming to a place like that, we will see breakthroughs happen in the spiritual realm you know here's what i believe you know strongly when we want to see things happen in the physical realm we want to see breakthroughs happen in the physical realm the key to seeing things happen in the physical realm is to see breakthroughs first happen in the spiritual realm when we're willing to come to say that listen my relationship with god is intact my relationship with god is so deep listen i'm beginning to see things in the light of how god wants me to see them it starts changing everything in and around us. I'm not saying situations change overnight. It does not. Okay. Uh, I mean, we've heard testimonies. You've heard, you know, our testimony about, you know, our little baby. All of those things you've seen. God does not change maybe situations as it is. But here's what God does. God changes you. And God prepares you for what he has in store, you know, in the coming days and in the coming months to come. And I believe, you know, listen, 2022 should be a year that we start off spiritually. We are so awakened. We are so heightened in our senses. We have become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We have become more sensitive, you know, to what God is doing in our lives. And when we start our year in that way, I believe we will start seeing breakthroughs in every area of our okay and here's what i want you to do okay as we close okay um can you put up that last scripture there what jesus says okay the last scripture there okay listen here's what i want, I want you to take verse 21 okay i want you to write this verse down somewhere okay somewhere where you can see it maybe on a daily basis okay and here's what i want you to do this kind okay put a blank there all right put a blank there you want to put whatever you want to do, Put you put there, okay? You're looking for a healing. You're looking for a breakthrough. You're looking for whatever you're looking for. And put that word there, okay? This kind of healing, okay? This kind of breakthroughs. This kind of whatever that you want. Put it there and say this. Listen, it's going to go out by prayer and by fasting. It says, you know, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This kind, okay, a breakthrough in your relationships, 
okay a breakthrough in your finances a breakthrough you know in your in your health okay or in anything that you want in your career okay whatever that you want to write down there put it down there and say that listen lord you said that this kind will go out by prayer and fasting and i'm believing that for this coming year 2022 i'm believing that this year okay maybe maybe it's an addiction that you're dealing with maybe you're trying to fight out of those addictions listen put that down there this kind of addiction will go out by prayer and by fasting all right shall we just look to the lord in prayer right now father i just want to thank you lord father lord for giving us this time and opportunity to be in your presence this evening lord father we know lord father that you are there with us lord we know that your holy presence is there in our midst even right now lord father i want to pray for every person lord father who is listening right now lord lord we you know the challenges that we are carrying lord father you know the burdens that we are carrying lord lord there's so much that's going on lord father but lord many times lord father we know that lord our eyes have drifted lord father we're looking at the problem we're looking at all of these things and lord father we've been so cluttered lord father lord with the things of this world lord we're more connected to this world than we are more connected with you lord father but lord i pray this evening lord lord even as lord we going into a time of fasting and prayer this coming week father i pray and i ask lord that you would lord bring us to a place where we're willing to be connected with you more than we're connected with the world lord father lord we know all of these social media platforms they update us about everything that's happening lord father lord lord we know lord the news channels are updating us with everything that's happening in this world but father we want to be updated with you lord father we want to be updated with the information that you give us and not what the world gives us lord so that lord the perversity in us lord father would go out all that dirt will go out from us lord father we would become more tuned with your holy presence lord we would become more tuned with your holy with the spirit lord father we want to lord father be more sensitive to your voice lord father even at the beginning of this year 2022 lord as we begin this year in your presence lord lord seeking more of your presence in our lives than anything else lord father we want to see a breakthrough happen lord even as lord we put up the scripture there lord father lord even as lord father we continue to be in your presence father we pray and ask for a breakthrough lord father lord i want to speak a breakthrough lord father lord in the lives of every person that's here lord god we thank you father once again for this time in jesus most mighty and precious name we pray amen may receive the benediction uh may the love of our heavenly father and the grace of our lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore amen that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or dm us on instagram you know let us know if we can serve you in any way just a reminder don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and i'm really hoping to see you next week